you love to travel and save money? Or do you wish you could travel but money is holding you back? You're in the right place. Welcome to the Families Fly Free Podcast, where I show you how to fly your family free forever using my simple fly free formula. I'm your host, Lynn Mettler. My family of four has mastered the art of flying free as simply as possible since 2015, and I want to show your family how to do it too. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Family's Fly Free Podcast. I'm Lynn Mettler, ready to talk about all things travel with you guys. So I have been getting a lot of the same question recently, and so I thought this would make obviously a great topic for the podcast. So a lot of people have been coming to me and saying they're really interested in learning how to fly free, but is it really possible for them to do it if they're on a traditional school schedule? So sometimes we have teachers, of course, we have families with kids in school. Um, Sometimes we have, you know, athletic coaches and, um, you know, some people will come to me and be like, no, really, like we are really on a tight school schedule. I just don't see, you you know, how this is possible. So I'm here to tell you it is a hundred percent possible to fly free on a traditional school schedule with your kids in school and only out for the regular breaks. My family has been doing this and making it work since 2015. My kids do go to school. Um, one of my kids is involved in sports. So we are on that sports schedule as well. And we have many families inside the Families Fly Free membership who are also on traditional school schedules and they are making it work too. So the answer is yes, it's possible. And I'm going to tell you a little bit more today about how it's possible and some of the strategies that I have learned and that I have put into play since doing this in 2000, since 2015. And I also want to mention too, we have families inside the membership who have kids who play on travel sports, or maybe they're dancers or gymnasts, and they go to a lot of competitions around the country. And this can not only be a great way to like get your whole family on vacation, but also it can help you get to some of those events and fly there free. So you may have to be there at specific days and times, but we can definitely help you with some strategies to use points for the flights and save a lot of money on those travel, sports, gymnastics, et cetera, type activities. Um, and there's some really good strategies that you can use in there too. If you're going to be have to have to be booking hotel rooms and such anyway, we can show you how to maximize earning points, what card to put it on, what site to book it through, how to save as much as possible, but also earn as many points as possible. So it works for all of these scenarios. So definitely don't count yourself out because of any of those reasons. So let me talk through some of the strategies that have worked well for my family and that have worked well for the families that I work closely with inside the membership. So the first thing I would advise if you're on this traditional school schedule is to plan ahead. So if you're going to be traveling during a period that is going to be very busy, like a spring break or holidays, these types of, um, you know, these times of year, then certainly you want to do everything you can to try to book things as soon as you can to get ahead of the folks who are going to wait to the last minute or until closer to um, 
the time period. One thing that you can do on Southwest is book the flights as soon as they are released. So in my studying of Southwest, you know, over many years, particularly on busy routes at busy times of year, if you book the flight as soon as it's released, you can often get a significantly better deal than even just a couple hours later in the day after they are released. So I encourage you to pay attention to when flights are being released for Southwest. That is a perk of the Families Fly Free membership, one of many, but we do keep our members updated when Southwest is releasing flights and they change that date quite often. So we keep everyone up to date on that. And then on the actual day of the release, you never know exactly what time they're going to release them. So my team watches that and we send out a text to our members to let them know that flights are live and to go forth and book. So that's another thing that you can do to try to plan ahead and secure good deals. Um, of course, it never hurts to go ahead and book a hotel room or um, tours or things like that as well, because you're going to beat all of the people who are waiting to the last minute. Um, and make sure, again, you understand the cancellation policy there so that you know if you do need to make a change, uh, how much ahead you need to make that change to be able to get your money back. The next thing um, I want to suggest is what I like to call ABC always be checking. So this is something I always advise folks who want to fly free, particularly on Southwest. So first you of course wanna always be looking for deals. And we teach, teach you to always book Southwest in points so that if you see a good deal, you can grab it. And then if you decide later that you don't wanna use it, you can simply cancel it and the points go back in your account. Or if you wanna change it, you can change it. There's no fee to change it. Southwest never charges any change fees. Um, so always be looking. I recommend checking if you're limited on time, check on Tuesdays. Tuesdays are the day that prices tend to be lowest for airfare. Um, that's the day you typically will see sales come out from the different airlines. So if you um, have limited time, at least check on Tuesdays and be looking for deals to the destination that you want to travel to. And I would be looking way ahead of time, even at different times of year, to get a sense for what a good deal is to that destination so that you'll know that um, over time you'll begin to learn, oh, that's a high price for it or that's a low price for it and I should grab it. Um, now, once you have your flight booked, always be checking on Southwest. So on Southwest, again, if you booked in points, you can, if the points price drops after you've booked it, so if I booked it yesterday for 8,000 points and today it's 4,000 points, I can rebook that flight and I can get 4,000 points back in my account. Um, and so this is a way you can be saving tons and tons of points on Southwest simply by regularly checking to see if the price has dropped since you originally booked it. It's a little bit easier to do if you don't have a Southwest Companion Pass than it is if you have a Southwest Companion Pass, but you can do it either way. Um, and definitely a good practice. Our family definitely saves tens of thousands of points simply by doing this. And at a minimum, I would suggest that you check this on your phone. So it 
It doesn't take hardly any time if you're taking a walk, if you're waiting to pick up the kids at school, um, if you're standing in line at the grocery store, if you're waiting to pick up your dry cleaning, open your phone to the Southwest app and then check the flights that you've booked to see if the price has dropped and rebook them if they have. So you can do that. I'm a bit of a nerd, so I do that almost every day, um, but do it as much as you can that you can remember and you can just do it at times when you don't have anything else going on anyway and it wouldn't take but a second for you to check on your phone. My next tip is to try to go where everyone else isn't going. Um, so for example, over spring break, everybody's going to Florida. So if you want to score a good deal and you want to be able to use um, the least points to fly free, pick a destination that's not as popular over spring break. So some examples include um, like we went hiking in Utah over one spring break instead of going to Florida or going somewhere warm. We typically hit the ski areas during the summer months. So we love to go to Colorado during the summer, not during peak school season. So these are some things that you can do to pay fewer points. And I want to remind you that particularly on Southwest and really the ways that we teach you to earn points to book any airline, you really can book them any time of year. Um, and you can, even if it's a high points price, we can show you how to do that. You have that option. If you want to pay, even if it's a very expensive fare to fly to, you know, any name a place and a busy time of year, um, you can still use your points to do that. That is an option. Now your points won't stretch as far if you do that. You know, you may only get one trip um, out of the same number of points that my family's getting, you know, two or three trips out of, but it's always an option. So when the question is, can I fly free around school schedules? Yes, you can choose to, you know, take one big vacation a year and pay the higher points price. It's still on points and it's still free. Or you can follow more of my strategy, which is to, you know, travel six times a year with my family and um, try to pay the fewest possible points per flight by using some of my tricks that I'm and strategies that I'm giving you here. Um, now, going where everyone else isn't, that's definitely an option. But I don't want to lead you to believe that there aren't good deals to popular places, too. So over the years, we have done some amazing things that I wouldn't have expected. Like we were able to um, go to New York City over Thanksgiving and see the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. There was a really cheap points price for us to go from Indy to New York City that year. And I wouldn't have known it if I hadn't looked for it, right? You just can't assume that there's not good deals where you want to go. It's always, always be checking, right? It's always worth checking to see. We also have done, um, we did Grand Cayman over spring break one year. You would think that would be very popular. We found an incredibly cheap flight uh, from Fort Lauderdale to Grand Cayman, um, next to nothing in points to do that. Um, we also, you know, will do Disney World, and this would be kind of a, um, like Disney is more popular, it's popular around the, the year now, but um, I would say it's slightly busier during spring break than it is over fall break, so you might try to choose to do Disney over fall break instead of spring break, um, for example, and if you have any, you know, 
extra days off here and there in your school calendar that's a little bit different than everyone else. Like this year, we had a February week um, and it was over President's Day weekend. So that weekend was extremely busy when we were trying to um, book something. But the week after President's Day weekend where everybody else had gone back to work and school wasn't so bad. So take advantage of times like that, or you know, maybe there's a teacher day. Um, so if you're, if you're, you're just you know, have kids in school, maybe you, know, you can take a long weekend and go somewhere. Um, it's still worth it to go see and experience something new for a couple of days, even if you can't spend a whole week. And I've really have gotten to the point where um, sometimes shorter trips for us uh, work better because there's not time for people to get bored. Um, and you can do quite a lot with two full days in a destination. I'm even amazed like on a cruise or when we do a day trip somewhere, how much you pack in even in one day. So don't count out those long weekends either. You can like always leave on a Friday night and you could come back on a Monday night and you've got the full Saturday and Sunday and part of Monday to do something fun. When it comes to accommodations, if you're traveling at a busy time of year and you're finding that hotels are booked, um, consider alternative accommodations. So certainly vacation rentals are a good option. Generally, they tend to be more available than hotels and they tend to be more affordable than hotels. And they can also save you money because you can prepare food there. Um, you don't have to worry about bringing as many clothes. Um, and everyone can spread out too, which is a great option. The other one here would be to consider timeshares because you can almost always book timeshares near big resorts, like book other people's timeshares that they've already paid for, rent, rent them from those people. And I did a whole podcast episode on how to do that. But um, that's an option because you're almost going to pay a lot less uh, than you would to stay at the resort. And you could look at, you know, Disney Vacation Club as one example. You're staying at the same Disney resorts uh, as everyone else, but you're booking someone's Disney Vacation Club, you're renting their Disney Vacation Club points, and you're paying significantly less than what you would to stay at a room at the resort. And you're actually getting more room in these Disney Vacation Club properties. So that's a good strategy. And inside the membership, we have multiple videos on how to do this. And there are sites out there, we talked about like Red Week that, where, that allow you to book these timeshares. Right now, those are expensive. Um, and so the better way to do this is actually to book direct through an owner. And sites like Red Week or Go Koala they are connecting you to the owner. And so there's a, they are the middleman and they are taking a cut. And so that's going to make it more expensive. You will do much better if you can use some of the strategies that we teach to connect directly to an owner or even like um, David's vacation rentals, I think is what it's called for Disney. He's the middleman there. So he's taking a cut and that's going to make it more expensive. If you can find a Disney vacation club owner to work with directly, you cut out that fee and you will pay a lot less. So that's a good strategy to help you save on accommodations and still get places that you can spread out and a really resort style accommodations with lots of amenities. And the last thing I would recommend is avoiding holidays, the winter holidays, if you can. Um, guys, it's just going to be hard to go to Hawaii over 
winter holidays. Like that is peak peak for Hawaii. It is a time where tons of people are traveling because everyone is off um, and you are going to be hard pressed to find a deal there. We can probably fly you free there, but unless you have family to stay with, you're going to pay a steep price for any type of accommodation. So that's one example. So my family over the years has for the most part, we have not flown over the winter holidays. We, if we're going to do anything, we'll choose to drive then because the flights tend to be more expensive over these dates. And I don't want to spend that many of my points to fly that over that time period. I'd rather just wait until a period, like maybe take an extra trip in the summer instead, where I can get more reasonable prices than to go to Hawaii at peak, peak times. So just be realistic with your expectations. If that's really where you want to go and when you want to go, that's fine, but you are going to pay more points for it. You're going to have to pay more for accommodations. Um, things are going to be more likely to be booked out like car rentals, um, and, and such. So if you can avoid that time period, you will save yourself a ton of points and be able to take a lot more trips than if you spend them all over that time period. But again, that is an option. And that's just a personal preference for you and your family of, you know, do you want to just take the one big vacation every year and, and, and spend all your points on that? Or would you rather see multiple places every year? You don't have to travel six times a year like we do, but wouldn't it be cool if you could go spring break, fall break, a summer trip, and then maybe one more, um, three to four a year, I think would be a great option for most families. So I hope that helps you see that it is totally possible to fly free, to travel for less around school schedules. You just have to be smart about it. You have to plan ahead. You need to understand some of the tricks and hacks and um, how airlines like Southwest work and think about um, which destinations would be the best option for you. So I hope that's helpful. If you like the podcast, I would certainly love it if you would leave me a review, if you would rate it, and if you would subscribe um, and tell a friend about it. Um, if you have a friend who you know would love to travel more, but um, doesn't feel like they can due to the cost, send them my way. It's a free podcast and that we can get them started on the path to flying free. All right, everyone, I hope you have a great rest of your week and we will see you on the next episode. Ready to fly your family free? Come join me inside my Families Fly Free program where you get my simple step-by-step -step plan and my personal help so you can make more priceless travel memories with your family before your kids leave home. Visit familiesflyfree.com slash join. That's familiesflyfree.com slash join to learn more and get started flying free today.